0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books right here in the Haven, which is in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. And we're blessed, graced with guests today. We have... uh, We have Jaishri from Hong Kong, Devi Dasi Manjari from Hong Kong, Devi Dasi We have Diradatta from London via Hong Kong We have Ananta Kripa Prabhu And we have Bhakta Matteo from Italy So we have English, I mean England, Hong Kong We have French, we have Italian, we have American we have Hong Kongese the United Nations of Iskon, Hare Krishna uh, we hope you're all well and safe and happy in all respects in this world which is filled with so much confusion now uh, but we hope to bring some light and also some spiritual order by hearing uh, Shadda Brahma, srimad Bhagavatam Purana, Srimad-Bhagavatam. Sanatya Goswami wrote a beautiful glorification of the Srimad-Bhagavatam called Srimad-Bhagavata Mihima Stotram. It goes like this, sarva Sarva-vedaika-satpala sarva siddhanta Ratnaja sarva yeah. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva-bhagavata-prāṇa śrīmad-bhagavata-prabho kali dvandurita Shri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Shri Krishna. Paramananda pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvadasavasevaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you, who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Madeka Mad Man Mahadana, Mad My only friend, my constant companion. My spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy. I bow down to you. A sadhuta oh, dayan, atini O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O oh, exalter of the most fallen, please. Never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudhivaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudhivaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudivaya. Om Namo Bhagavate, vasudivaya.
1: Om namo bhagavate vasudivaya.
0: So we reach the 29th chapter of the third canto of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, reading the Bhagavatam cover to cover, Explanation of Devotional Service by Lord Kapila, text 24. kapila Deva is speaking to Devahuti, his mother. My dear mother, even if he worships with proper rituals and paraphernalia, a person who is ignorant of my presence in all living entities never pleases me by the worship of my deities in the temple. PURPORT There are 64 different prescriptions for worship of the deity in the temple. There are many items offered to the Deity, some valuable and some less valuable. It is prescribed in Bhagavad Gita. If a devotee offers me a small flower, a leaf, some water or a little fruit, I will accept it. The real purpose is to exhibit one's loving devotion to the Lord. The offerings themselves are secondary. If one has not developed loving devotion to the Lord and simply offers many kinds of foodstuffs, fruits and flowers, without real devotion, the offering will not be accepted by the Lord. We cannot bribe the Personality of Godhead. He is so great that our bribery has no value, nor has He any scarcity, since He is full in Himself. What can we offer Him? Everything is produced by Him. We simply offer to show our love and gratitude to the Lord. This gratitude and love of God, love for God is exhibited by a pure devotee who knows that the Lord lives in every living being, every living entity. As such, temple worship necessarily includes distribution of prasad. It is not that one should create a temple in his private apartment or private room, offer something to the Lord and then eat. Of course, that is better than simply cooking foodstuffs and eating without understanding one's relationship with the Supreme Lord. People who act in this manner are just like animals. But the the devotee who wants to elevate himself the higher level of understanding must know that the Lord is present in every living entity and as stated in the previous verse one should be compassionate to other living entities a devotee should worship the Supreme Lord, be friendly to persons who are on the same level and be compassionate to the ignorant one should exhibit his compassion for ignorant living entities by distributing prasad Distribution of prasad to the ignorant masses of the people is essential for persons who make offerings to the Personality of Godhead. Real love and devotion is accepted by the Lord. Many valuable foodstuffs may be presented to a person, but if the person is not hungry, all such offerings are useless for him. Similarly, we may, off, we may offer very we may offer many valuable items to the Deity. But if we have no real sense of devotion and no real sense of the Lord's presence everywhere, then we are lacking in devotional service. In such a state of ignorance, we cannot offer anything acceptable to the Lord. Text 25. Performing his prescribed duties, one should worship the Deity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead until one realizes my presence in his own heart and in the hearts of other living entities as well. Purport Worship of the deity of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is prescribed herewith even for persons who are simply discharging their prescribed duties. There are prescribed duties for the different social classes of men The Brahmanas, the Vaishyas, the Kshatriyas, and the Shudras, and for the different ashramas, Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, and Sannyas, one should worship the deity of the Lord until one appreciates the presence of the Lord in every living entity. In other words, one should not be satisfied simply by discharging his duties properly. He must realize his relationship and the relationship of all, all other living entities with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. If he does not understand this, then even though he discharges his prescribed duties properly, it is to be understood that he is simply laboring without profit. The word krit in this verse is very significant. Svakarma krit. Is one who engages in discharging his prescribed duties. It is not that one who has become a devotee of the Lord, or one, or, or who, or who engages in devotional service, should give up his prescribed duties. No, one should, no, one should, no one should be lazy under the plea of devotional service. One has to execute devotional service according to his prescribed duties. So karma krit means that one should discharge the duties prescribed for him without neglect. Text 26 As the blazing fire of death, I cause great fear to whoever makes the least discrimination between himself and other living entities because of a differential outlook. PURPORT There are bodily differentiations among all varieties of living entities. But a devotee should not distinguish between one living entity and another on such a basis. A devotee's outlook should be that both the soul and the super-soul are equally present in all varieties of living entities. Text 27 Therefore, through, through charitable gifts and attention as well as through friendly behavior, and by viewing all to be alike, one should propitiate me, who who abide in all creatures as their very self. Purport It should not be misunderstood that because the Supersoul is dwelling within the heart of a living entity, the individual soul has become equal to him. The equality of the Supersoul and the individual soul, is misconceived by the impersonalist. Here it is distinctly mentioned that the individual soul should be recognized in relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The method of worshipping the individual soul is described here as either giving charitable gifts or behaving in a friendly manner, free from any separatist outlook. The impersonalist sometimes accepts a a poor individual soul as being Dharidra narayana meaning that Narayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has become poor. This is a contradiction. He can agree the the Supreme Personality of Godhead is full in all opulences, he can agree to live with a poor soul or even with an animal but this does not make him poor there are two sanskrit words here used here mana and dana mana indicates a superior and dana indicates one who gives charitable gifts or is compassionate towards an inferior we cannot treat the supreme personality of godhead as an inferior who is dependent on our charitable gifts. When we give charity, it is to a person who is inferior in his material or economic condition. Charity is not to be given to a rich man. Similarly, it is explicitly stated here that mana, respect, is offered to a superior superior, and charity is offered to an inferior. The living entities, according to different results of fruitive activities, may become rich or poor, but the Supreme Personality of Godhead is unchangeable. He is always full in six opulences. Treating a living entity equally does not mean treating him as one would treat the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Compassion and friendliness do not necessitate falsely elevating someone to the exalted position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We should not, at the same time, misunderstand that the Supersoul situated in the heart of an animal, like a hog, and the Supersoul situated in the heart of a learned brahmana, are different. The Supersoul in all living entities is the same Supreme Personality of Godhead by his omnipotency he can live anywhere and he can create his Vaikuntha situation everywhere. That is his inconceivable potency. Therefore, when Narayana is living in the heart of a hog, he does not become a hog narayan. He is always narayan and is unaffected by the body of the hog. Śrīla Prabhupada ki Jaya. Jaya. Text 28 Living entities are superior to inanimate objects O Blessed Mother and among them living entities who display life symptoms are better animals with developed consciousness are better than them and better still are those who have developed sense perception Purport In the previous verse it was explained that living entities should be honored by charitable gifts and friendly behavior. And in this verse and in the following verses, the description of different grades of living entities is given so that one can know when to behave friendly and when to give charity. For example, a tiger is a living entity, part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And the Supreme Lord is living in the heart of the tiger as super-soul. But does this this mean that we have to treat the tiger in a friendly manner? Certainly not. We have to treat him differently, giving him charity in the form of prasad. Be careful when you try that. (laughs) The The many saintly persons in the jungles do not treat the tigers in a friendly way, but they supply prasad foodstuffs to them. The tigers come, take the food, and go away, just as a dog does. Because of their uncleanliness, cats and dogs are not allowed within the apartment of a gentleman, Sorry, but are so trained (laughs) that they stand outside The compassionate householder will supply suprasad to the dogs and cats who eat outside and then go away. We must treat the lower living entities compassionately, but this does not mean that we have to treat them in the same way we treat other human beings. The feeling of of equality must be there, but the treatment should be discriminating. Just how discrimination should be maintained is given in the following six verses concerning the different grades of living entities. The first division is made between dead and stone-like matter and the living organism. A living organism is sometimes manifested even in a stone. Experience shows that some hills and mountains grow. This is due to the presence of the soul within that stone above that the next manifestation of the living condition is development of consciousness and the next manifestation is the development of sense perception in the moksha dharma section of the mahabharata it is stated that trees have developed sense perception they can see and smell we know by experience that trees can see sometimes in its growth a large tree changes its course of development to avoid some hindrances. This means that a tree can see and according to Mahabharata, a tree can also smell. This indicates the development of sense perception. Text 29 Among the living entities who have developed sense perception, those who have developed a sense of taste are better than those who have developed only the sense of touch. Better than them are those who have developed the sense of smell, and better still are those who have developed the sense of hearing. PURPORT Although Westerners accept that Darwin first expounded the doctrine of evolution, the science of anthropology is not new. The development of the evolutionary process was known long before from the Gita, which was written 5,000 years ago. There are records of the statements of Kapila Muni, who was present almost in the beginning of creation. This knowledge has existed since the Vedic time, and all these sequences are disclosed in Vedic literature. The theory of gradual evolution or anthropology is not new to the Vedas. It is said here that amongst the trees, there are also evolutionary processes. The different kinds of trees have touch perception. It is said that better than the trees are the fish, because fish have developed a sense of taste. Better than the fish or the bees, who have developed a sense of smell. And better than them are the serpents, because they have developed a sense of hearing. In the darkness of night, a snake can find its eatables simply by hearing the frog's very pleasant cry. The snake can understand there is the frog and he captures the frog simply because of its sound vibration. This example is sometimes given for persons who vibrate sounds simply for death. One may have a very nice tongue that can vibrate sound like the frog's but that kind of vibration is simply calling death the best use of the tongue and of the sound vibration and of sound vibration is to chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare hare, hare rama hare rama, rama 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 hare hare that will protect one from the cruel hands of death Text 30 Better than those living entities who can perceive sound are those who, who, who can distinguish between one form and another. Better than them are those who have developed upper and lower sets of teeth. And better still are those who have many legs. Better than them are the quadrupeds and better still are the human beings. Purport It is said that certain birds, such as crows, can distinguish one form from another. Living entities that have many legs, like the wasp, are better than plants and grasses, which have no legs. Four-legged animals are better than many-legged living entities. And better than the animals is the human being, who has only two legs six thirty one. Among human beings the society which is divided according to quality and work is best and in that society the intelligent men who are designated as brahmanas are best Among the brahmanas one who has studied the Vedas is the best and among the brahmanas who have studied the Vedas the one, who act, the one who knows the actual purport of the Vedas is the best purport. The system of four classifications in human society according to quality and work is very scientific. This system of brahmanas, chatriyas, vaishyas and Shudras, has now become vitiated as the present caste system in India. But it appears that this system has been current a very long time since it is mentioned in Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam and Bhagavad-gītā. Unless there is such a division of the social orders in human society, including the intelligent class, the martial class, the mercantile class, and the laborer class, there is always confusion as to who is to work for what purpose. A purpose trained, a person trained to the stage of understanding the absolute truth is a Brahmana. And when such a Brahmana is vedagya, he understands the purport of the Vedas. The purport of the Vedas is to understand the absolute, one who understands the absolute truth in three phases, namely Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagavan, and who understands the term Bhagavan to mean the Supreme Personality of Godhead is considered to be the best of the brahmanas or a Vaishnava. Text 32 Better than the brahmana who knows the purport of the Vedas is he who can dissipate all doubts. And better than him is one who strictly follows the brahminical principles. Better than him is one who is liberated from all material contamination and better than him, is a pure devotee who executes devotional service without expectation of reward. PURPORT artha gya brahmana refers to one who has made a thorough analytical study of the Absolute Truth and who knows that the Absolute Truth is realized in three different phases, namely Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. If someone, if someone not only has this knowledge <clears throat> but is able to clear all doubts if questioned about the absolute truth, he is considered better. Further, there, there may be a learned Brahmana, Vaishnava, who can explain clearly and, and eradicate all doubts, but if he's not but if he does not follow the Vaishnava principles, then he is not situated on a higher level. One must be able to clear all doubts and simultaneously be situated in the Brahminical characteristics. Such a person who knows the purport of the Vedic injunctions, who can employ the principles laid down in the Vedic literatures, and who teaches his disciples in that way is called an Acharya. The position of an Acharya is that he executes devotional service with no desire for Elevation to a higher position of life. The highest perfection of Ramana is the Vaishnava. A Vaishnava who knows the science of the absolute truth but is not able to preach such knowledge to others is described in being as the, in the lower stage. One who not only understands the principles of the science of God but can also preach is in the second stage. And one who not only can preach, but who also sees everything in the Absolute Truth, and the Absolute Truth in everything, is in the highest stage class of Vaishnavas. It is mentioned here that a Vaishnava is already a Brahmana. In fact, the highest stage of Brahminical perfection is reached when, when one becomes a Vaishnava. Text 33. Therefore, I do not find a greater person than he who has no interest outside of mine and who therefore engages and dedicates all his activities and all his life, everything, unto me without cessation. Purport In this verse, the word samadarshanat means that one no longer has any separate interest. The devotee's interest and the Supreme Personality of Godhead's interest are one. For example, Lord Chaitanya, in the role of a devotee, also preached the same philosophy. He preached that Krishna is, worshipable, is the worshipable Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and that the interest of his pure devotees is the same as his own. Sometimes, Mayavari philosophers, due to a poor fund of knowledge, define the word samadarshanat to means that a devotee should see himself as one with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is foolishness. When one thinks himself one with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, there is no question of serving him. When there is service, There must be a master. Three things must be present for there to be service. The master, the servant and the service. Here it is clearly stated that he who has dedicated his life, all his activities, his mind and his soul, everything for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord is considered to be the greatest person. The word akartu means without any sense of proprietorship. Everyone wants to act as the proprietor of his actions so that he can enjoy the result. A devotee, however, has no such desire. He acts because the Personality of Godhead wants him to act in a particular way. He has no personal motive. When Lord Chaitanya preached Krishna consciousness, It was not with the purpose that people would call him Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Rather, he preached that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and should be worshipped as such. A devotee who is a most confidential servant of the Lord never does anything for his personal account, but does everything for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord." It is clearly stated, therefore, my sannyasta, uh, sannyasta karmana. The devotee works, but he works for the Supreme. It is also stated, my apitatmanaha. He gives his mind unto me. These are the qualifications of a devotee who, according to this verse, is accepted as the highest of all human beings. Text 34 Such a perfect devotee offers respect to every living entity because he is under the firm conviction that the Supreme Personality of Godhead has entered the body of every living entity as the Supersoul or Controller. Purport A perfect devotee, as described above, does not make the mistake of thinking that because the Supreme Personality of Godhead as Paramatma has entered into the body of every living entity, every living entity has become the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is foolishness. Suppose a person enters into a room. That does not mean that the room has become that person. Similarly, that the Supreme Lord has entered into each of the 8,400,000 particular types of material bodies does not mean that each of these bodies has become the Supreme Lord. Because the Supreme Lord is present, however, a pure devotee accepts each body as the temple of the Lord. And since the devotee offers respect to such temples in full knowledge, he gives respect to every living entity in relationship with the Lord Mayavadi philosophers wrongly think that because the Supreme Person has entered the body of a poor man the Supreme Lord has become Dharidra Narayana or Poor Narayana These are all blasphemous statements of the atheists and non-devotees Text 35 My dear mother, O daughter of Manu, a devotee who applies the science of devotional service and mystic yoga in this way can achieve the abode of the Supreme Person simply by that devotional service. Purport Herein, the Supreme Personality or Godhead, Kapiladev, perfectly explains that the mystic yoga system consisting of eight different kinds of yoga activities, has to be performed with the aim of coming to the perfectional stage of bhakti-yoga. It is not acceptable for one to be satisfied simply by practicing the sitting postures and thinking himself complete. By meditation, one must attain the stage of devotional service. As As previously described, A yogi is advised to meditate on the form of Lord Vishnu from point to point, from the ankles to the legs to the knees to the thighs to the chest to the neck and in this way, gradually up to the face and then to the ornaments. There is no question of impersonal meditation. When, by meditation on the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in all detail, one comes to the point Of love of God. That is the point of bhakti-yoga, and at that point he must actually render service to the Lord out of transcendental love. Anyone who practices yoga and comes to the point of devotional service can attain the Supreme Personality of Godhead in His transcendental abode. Here it is clearly stated, purushak, purusham, brajet the purusha the living entity goes to the supreme person the supreme personality of godhead and the living entity are qualitatively one both are defined as purusha the quality of purusha exists both in the supreme godhead and in the living entity purusha means enjoyer then the spirit of enjoyment is present both in the living entity and in the Supreme Lord. The difference is that the quantity of enjoyment is not equal. The living entity cannot experience the same quantity of enjoyment as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. An analogy may be made with a rich man and a poor man. The propensity for enjoyment is present in both, but the poor man cannot enjoy in the same quantity as the rich man. When the poor man dovetails his desires with those of the rich man, however, and when there is cooperation between the poor man and the rich man, or between the big and the small man, then the enjoyment is shared equally. That is like bhakti-yoga, purushak purusham brajeta. When the living entity enters into the kingdom of God and cooperates with the Supreme Lord by giving him enjoyment, he enjoys the same facility or the same amount of pleasure as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. On the other hand, when the living entity wants to enjoy by imitating the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his desire is called maya. And it puts him in the material atmosphere. A living entity who wants to enjoy on his personal account does not cooperate and does not cooperate with the Supreme Lord is engaged in materialistic life. As soon as he dovetails his enjoyment with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he is engaged in spiritual life. An example may be cited here. The different limbs of the body cannot enjoy life independently. They must cooperate with the whole body and supply food to the stomach. In doing, in so doing, all the different parts of the body enjoy equally in cooperation with the whole body. That is the philosophy of acintya-beda-beda, beda, simultaneous oneness and difference. That is mm, the living entity cannot enjoy life in opposition to the Supreme Lord. He has to dovetail his activities with the Lord by practicing bhakti-yoga. It is said herein that one can approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead either by, by either the yoga process or the bhakti-yoga process. This indicates that factually there is no difference between yoga and bhakti-yoga because the target of both is Vishnu. In the modern age, however, a a yoga process has been manufactured which aims at something void and impersonal. Actually, yoga means meditation on the form of Lord Vishnu. If the yoga practice is actually performed according to the standard direction, there is no difference between yoga and bhakti yoga and it is after 8 o'clock believe it or not yes it goes very fast 40 minutes we'll stop here the reading and start tomorrow at text 36 and we will wait patiently for the reflections of the assembled Vaishnavas. Adi Krishna. Pretty nice reading, I'd say, offhand. The details. They have a saying, the devil is in the details, but here we have the next letter. is in the details okay
1: first is from Rati Manjari
0: Rati Manjari, Hare Krishna
1: she says, Dragura Maharaj happy to see you garlanded tonight <coughs>
0: it's by the grace of the Vaishnavas mm-hmm. <coughs> Hare Krishna
1: from Shiloh Mason.
0: Shiloh Macy, Hare Krishna.
1: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
0: Hare Krishna, thank you very much. Jai. Hare Bho.
1: And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
0: Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi.
1: Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj and all assembled sages, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam.
0: All glories to the Bhagavat Purana and the divine grace of. She's the Prabhupada. Yes, and not to creep up.
1: Thank you for reading Gurumash. Hare Krishna. Very nice to be live. Um it's just a reflection, but I really like what we heard about, um, especially worshipping the uh, the jivas, worshipping the individual soul. Hmm. I remember, I can't remember where I hear it or where I read it, but um, Sri Aurobindo was mentioning about uh, uh, what is the purpose of the Vaishnavas? Is hmm. to worship the worship the individual souls or the conditioned souls? By uh, yeah, by giving them the the highest charity and by yeah. being compassionate to them and being kind to them, which is very much lacking right now in this world. So mm. we are we are out in London and uh, doing Central London, and there's many other many other m- movement out out there also, and. Uh, and they are definitely oh. not kind, <laughs> not kind to others. We can see, but it's so nice to to be around Vaishnavas, and uh,
0: I'm very, very grateful for that. Hare Krishna. Thank Hare you for this that. Hare very Hare wonderful. Yes, please.
2: Dear Data. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Thank you for uh, an amazing reading. And uh, it's always nice to be live here tonight. So
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. It is very nice to Especially be Especially with
2: extra god sisters and god brothers and everyone here. So. Yes. With you. So, um, just to add on to Anant Krupa's point also, because mm. um, it's so clearly delineated uh, here, um, and it, it gives you all the categories. Mm. It makes the spiritual science uh, a very good way to explain to to the people in the modern world because they love categories and one thing you find on Sankatanda is a lot of people go oh you know we're scientists we don't, we don't want to speak with you but actually you tell them hey look five thousand years ago they were they were already talking about um species that had eight legs four legs two legs human beings and then and above and beyond, actually, and then hmm. they even took the go on to talk about society and culture. Also, Brahmanas being the highest, and then hmm. beyond that, the Vaishnavas. Hmm. So all these different categories are makes it easy to explain to others this science. And so we're very fortunate to have a literature like this.
0: Most fortunate. Uh, this is what it means to be elevated from ignorance. Uh, contrary to popular belief ignorance is not bliss there's a saying uh, it's foolish to be wise where ignorance is bliss so sometimes it may appear when you're doing sankritan that what you're doing is difficult because most people are actually satisfied with being in ignorance in the material world materialistic world but actually all, all human beings really want to know more and more and that's why the internet has come to be it's a combined group desire to know everything and now you can just punch in anything you want yeah and they'll, it'll tell you so many things and so they have this sense oh now we are now we know everything and this was the point being made that if you think that you're God because you know everything when you only know what you know even in the whole internet it's not even a you know a, a blade a blade of grass or a,
2: a particle
0: of dust compa- compared to the whole universe now they're sending out their you know what, what is it called the web what is it called it's a telescope that they put out into space, and then it operates way far out into space, and starts to look from there. So it makes makes them closer, and then they they get just a little sharper image of the same thing, seeing the same things, little sharper image. Oh, you know, and they they go crazy, with, you know, ecstasy. <laughs> Think they can see a little little more clarity, and they, it, it's it's insanity actually. It's insanity what they get. Anyway, so these categories are explaining it right down to the to the base. Thank you very much for that. Jai Sri has something to say. Yes. Hare Krishna.
3: Krishna. <laughs> First of all, I totally agree with what Dirutata Prabhu say. I have I have the same feeling also because biology is my favorite ah, subject in, yeah. in high school, and Being also, a doctor, you must be. no <laughs> not exactly, but th- that's yes yeah, and the especially the ethereal evolution I love so much in mm. the past, and it's explained in such a different perspective. It mm. starts from the grass, the lowest animal, organism, and then start to the human being, and among human beings, different classes, which is so fascinating, I have to say. So scientific. Yes. So, I mean, so, I don't know how to describe it, but it was written so nicely and so clearly that you, I mean, if one listen with um, humbleness, as you say, without envy, then one must get something, actually. Yes, yes.
0: An and, honest person will get it.
3: Yes, yes. And there's also one sentence I have to say I when I hear that I <laughs> I, I can't stop myself from laughing. Um yeah. It's from the Purports of three twenty nine twenty four. If one has not developed loving devotion to the Lord and simply offers any many kinds of food stuff, fruits and flowers without real devotion, the offering will not be accepted by the Lord. We cannot bribe the personality of God. He's so great that our primary has no value. I have to quote the example from a Bible Pashadam. <laughs> That's my personal experience for the last two days. Yeah, as you say, yeah, of course he, he's an expert with the technique everything in cooking but also with devotion that we can we can actually taste. And we cannot, yeah, we cannot deny Can't that. Can't get any any better.
0: Yes, and eventually we'll have to get a bigger place <laughs> to accommodate. The yes, thank you, Abhai Prabhu. So Hari Krishna
3: for your devotion. Yeah, you want
1: to say something? Something from Bhaktarupa.
0: Bhaktarupa, okay, Hare Krishna. <laughs> 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 He's saying everything. <laughs> he just repeats all the things that everybody else says. It's transparent via medium. He says, Dear Data Prabhu is a great speaker. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Good for him. Perceptive. Actually, Srila Prabhupada said that if you come and study this Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and Chaitanya Charitaprinta carefully, all the details, cover to cover, you will become the greatest learned person. Period. You will become the most educated person. You will be able to do the most for every single person you meet and even the other living beings because you'll know how to act, what to do, what not to do. You'll know how to offer everything and use everything in, in its proper perspective, the way it wants to be. And because human beings have tampered with these laws so extensively, now you can barely recognize the place, you know, the water, the air. Gopi the Paranadana made a joke. It wasn't a joke, but he's like that. He said, so you think you're vegetarian? Every time you walk out into the street and you smell the food being cooked, it goes into your body. Everywhere. Now it's everywhere. Therefore, you think you're proud of being vegetarian? Are you really vegetarian? You're taking in all these smells which are mixed with the particles of, just like you get this virus, you know, it goes from one person to another. So all of these things go into our bodies. There's nothing pure, completely pure in the, in the Kali Yuga. So therefore, the rule and regulation is not as important as the devotion. And that's the point that was being made throughout this reading. If you give your love and affection and off, cook, offer, cook, and then, and then serve with that devotion, you can taste it. Anybody can taste it. I have a really far out story, but well, anyway, I'll tell it. I was in France, in New Mayapur. And there was one young lad who joined and his father was a the owner of one of the largest magazines in France I don't remember the name, sorry Uh, and so he joined and then we found out that his father wanted to come and visit him. Mm -hmm. So we rolled out the red carpet, we got the best cooks, we got the best pujaris that we knew really cooked with devotion and cooked his knockout feast you know and he came and he was tasting the preparations and he was giggling you know and we thought oh this is very good he said we've made some very big contact he'll be able to spread Krishna consciousness through his newspaper everywhere and then what did we find out later on he came with the purpose of finding faults with his so he could publish article against us and get his son out of the movement That was his purpose. So he did that. And guess what? The police came. And they searched everything. Every single devotee's lockers, their places. They turned the place upside down. They couldn't find anything. Then the devotees went to the police. And they said, we would like to to complain about this. You know? And he was forced to retract... To, to, to publish an article in his magazine that retracted what he said which was a lie and his, his, his magazine went Err. and the devotee stayed so the, 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 the moral of the story the reason he gave was that I finally found why the Hare Krishnas are becoming more so popular because they put drugs in their food because I ate there and I became intoxicated
2: <laughs>
0: that's why they came and looked everywhere for some kind of intoxicant and what couldn't they find it they couldn't find it we, we had a heyday it was a very good six months we had during that time Hare Krishna so even a demon can taste the difference between ordinary food and prasad Hare Krishna And I was saying, so on, on, on what Jai Shri said, nowadays, people, they read the Bible, and there's knowledge in the Bible. Mm-hmm. There is actually real knowledge in the Bible, so much. But there's no detail. But now everybody's educated and scientific. You're saying biology and physics and so many things. And they need more detail. They need the Bhagavatam. This is why the situation is ripe for the distribution of the Bhagavatam to all the people. So I would like to thank everyone for their reflections and etc. And also I would like to thank everyone so it didn't go for another 20-25 minutes which it could have. Because it's going to be a big day t- today, f- tomorrow t- for me. I have to chant sixty-four rounds, and then listen to, you know, praise of myself, which is the hardest thing to do. I'll talk about that tomorrow. I'll, I'll let you know all about that tomorrow. Shrimad bhagavatam ki jai. Sama bhakti ki jai. Gor prem manandi. Hari See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic, as Kapila did, con- continues to give the exquisite details of the science of devotional service. And that's exactly what it is a science, a spiritual science. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.